So we have another very special guest and very special episode today. I've been obsessed recently with hydration. It's been an incremental and very important part of my training. It's also a very important part of just my daily habits. And I felt like I didn't know enough until I met my friend Dave. Dave, welcome to The Forever Student. <laughs> Thanks for having me again. It's great to be here. Yeah, this is round two. So forever, for whoever hasn't listened, the previous episode with Dave, we, we covered everything health-related. Hydration was a small part of that, but we're going to double-click on it today. So the first question is, where did your interest in hydration start? That's a great question. So, I mean, yeah, for those who didn't hear the last episode, you know, my 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 experience in health goes back 20 years. Um, I was, so I'm 40 now. I started personal training, like becoming a personal trainer when I was 18. So this has just been a journey that has, you know, the obsession to find how to perform better, how to optimize the results you're getting in the gym or, you know, as uh, in business or whatever you're focusing on, you're always trying to find that edge, right? And supplements have played a huge part of that with me. And as you know, my story, I had cancer when I was, you know, in my early 20s. And supplements were a massive part of my learning how to take control of my health and how to adapt my body to adjust to what I want it to do. So for example, uh, and I'll explain how hydration plays into that. But if you want to create a more relaxed state for yourself, there are supplements that facilitate that. You know, they help along with, you know, breath work and meditation and mindfulness. And when it comes to, you know, strength and performance, uh, you know, more athleticism, there are certain supplements that can give you that edge. In addition to no supplement will ever be, you know, the only game changer. You have to have everything in line, you know, your sleep and whatnot. And over the course of the years, I found that very few people, it's changing now, there's a trend changing now and I'm loving it, but very few people 10, 15 years ago were focused on hydration unless they were super endurance athletes, right? Like you wouldn't see people taking electrolytes in the gym. You take your pre-workout in the gym, you take your BCAs in the gym. And and, and there's a certain, I mean, if you're an endurance athlete, you need electrolytes, right? And, and that, was the, that was the mindset. Now, what we don't realize is that every human today, even if you're more or less sedentary, you need electrolytes. We are all, as a society, drained in minerals. There's a few reasons for that. But hydration is not just water. And that's a big topic that I want to talk about today. Hydration is not just how much water you drink because... I analyze blood, right? Like it's part of my diagnostic nutritionist. I'm, I'm looking at blood reports all day. And I would see people who I know them and I know they're drinking three, four liters of water a day. And on their blood reports, they're still dehydrated, right? There's, there's a serum and there's a, a circulatory issue with electrolytes. And so the question is, how are you dehydrated if you're drinking enough fluids? And then the equation comes in, okay, hydration isn't just fluids. Hydration is fluids plus electrolytes, which are these minerals. So... I became obsessed with realizing that if you're dehydrated, most of the supplements you're taking are almost useless. Or if you're chronically dehydrated, you're going to be suffering from so many 
what seems like random ailments or performance, uh, like lacks of performance, brain fog, could be joint issues. And you're probably looking for solutions all around, but you're not looking at hydration. And that was a that was a, a wake up call where I realized that hydration is the gatekeeper. If you're chronically dehydrated, and most modern day humans are, you are not going to get the performance you want from your training, from your supplements, even from your you know your mindfulness practices. You're you're, you're just working in a deficit if you're dehydrated. What are the benefits of hydration? Well, I mean, so the funny thing is the benefits of hydration, are, we can look at it from two ways. One is the benefit of being hydrated is your body is in an optimal state because there's no way around it. When you're dehydrated, your body is not in an optimal state. So what does dehydrated mean? Dehydrated means there's probably a lack of fluids or fluids are in the wrong places. And that's where electrolyte comes in. So if you've ever heard people complain, like, I'm always puffy, you know, I feel bloated, I feel this or that. And and it's, it's fluid retention in the wrong places. You need balanced fluid retention, right? So you need balanced fluids in, you need the right amount of fluids in your brain. You need the right amount of fluids to build blood volume. You need the right amount of fluids to build lymph, your lymph fluids. And a lot of people just have fluids stuck in their subdermal, like in their skin, because they're, they don't have enough potassium or enough sodium. I know it sounds super nerdy, but so like you asked a very simple question, like, what are the issues of, with being dehydrated? There, there's so many. I don't know where to start. That's interesting. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting. But so this, this effectively, I guess that's water retention. Yeah, I mean, water retention is caused from a lot of things. But one of the first things is the imbalance in sodium and potassium. So let, let's, let's, let's look at this. The average person has been made afraid of sodium, right? We've, we've all heard of watch the sodium. I don't want too much salt. I don't mm. want too much salt because the old thought process was too much salt is going to cause water retention or it's going to cause high blood pressure. It's completely untrue. There's a relationship between sodium and potassium and that too low potassium with too much salt will cause water retention and high blood pressure. But it's not sodium. It's definitely not sodium's fault. So we've, we've really looked at the wrong area for trying to teach people about, you know, uh, this is the cause of uh, bloating or this is the cause of water retention. And it made people afraid of the one electrolyte, sodium, that is arguably the most important electrolyte in our body. Let's talk about electrolytes yeah. because it's yeah. <laughs> it's something that, uh, and, and we'll get into you know what you're currently up to with uh, with Umantra. Mm. What are they, and why are they so important? Yeah. So again, this this is the the hydration equation is complete is incomplete without understanding electrolytes. So you are an electrical body, right? My physical body, your physical body, we are electric. We put out an electromagnetic field, right? And think about the word electrolytes. F water, fluid, without electrolytes does not conduct electricity properly. So anyone who's drinking filtered water, like the reverse osmosis that we have these days, um, you know, UV treated and, and all of these filtration processes to remove impurities, unfortunately, it's also removing minerals, which are the electrolytes. So let's go through them. Sodium, potassium, magnesium, chloride, uh, phosphate, and uh, I forgot one, calcium. So these, there's six major electrolytes, right? And some of them are positively charged. Some of them are negatively charged. So all of these electrolytes, sodium, potassium, magnesium, calcium, they carry charges through our body, right? They carry this electricity throughout the body. Imagine drinking water that's void of these minerals. You, you're full of fluids, but 
you're not circulating, right? You're not producing this energy as you're a battery. I'm a battery. Everyone listening to this podcast, you are a self-replenishing battery. And these electrolytes carry the electricity through your body and allow you to conduct. So think about nerves in your brain, right? These are all, these synapses are all electrical. If we're depleted in minerals, our, we're going to have brain fog, right? We're not going to have the power to contract muscles properly. If you want, one of the biggest gym hacks is salt. Put tons of salt, like, you know, a, a gram of salt in your water or take an electrolyte that's high in salt in your water right before a workout. Your muscles are going to be so pumped. You're going to have such good contractile potential. You're going to, your body's going to use, create its own creatine stores much better. Uh, and the same goes for focus. If you're sitting down at a desk and, you know, you're drinking a coffee and you're like, why can't I focus? Add some salt in. You're literally adding electricity to your water, which is allowing your body to circulate and produce all of the, uh, the, the the neurotransmitter processes that it needs to function optimally. And is there like a specific type of salt that you should be looking at, or can you? <laughs> that's that's such a big debate, right? Yeah. Uh, if I so, <laughs> yeah, I've my background was obsessive, right? I was you know coming from a background with cancer you become obsessed. Like I haven't worn deodorant for 16 years, right? So that I'm, 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 you don't have to not wear deodorant. If you're listening to this, please wear deodorant if you want. But the point is I stopped putting chemicals as much as possible, right? The, due to the nature of our, our modern day life, there's, of course, there's chemicals coming in. Our body can handle that. But I try to minimize where I can, right? The reason why I say this with salt is I've heard so, and you'll see this clickbait everywhere, like, no, you can't eat sea salt. It's full of mercury or these contaminants. And then someone I heard the other day, like, you can't have Himalayan salt because do you know how they process that? They blow it up with dynamite and there's dynamite powder in your Himalayan salt. And I'm like, you know, like, what can we do? You know, like, what, what can we do? So the right answer is whatever salt you want. Uh, Himalayan salt is fine. Don't worry about dynamite powder. That has not been proven. Uh, sea salt, fine. Don't worry about it. So there's, the, the answer is anything but table salt okay. because table salt has been, um, I mean, they add iodine from to it because humans lack iodine in our diet in general because we don't eat enough seafood. Uh, but it also has aluminum dioxide powder in it to keep it and it's bleached basically. Salt shouldn't be pure white like that. So I would say avoid table salt and go with sea salt or Himalayan salt. Okay. Don't, don't Google it. Yeah. And why, okay, I want to talk about this deodorant thing now. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly off topic. You of, can't uh, mention it and expect to get away with it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I understand why you don't use it. <laughs> what do you do instead? So here's here's the crazy part. And it's really funny. There's a super influencer on uh, on Instagram. He's got over a million followers. And he was making fun of, of Dave Asprey, which is easy to do. Because uh, Dave Asprey says, if you eat right, you don't need to wear deodorant. And people just absolutely blew up on him. And I have to say, I... I have to second that. I agree. So, you know, am I the best smelling person in the room? No, you know, but no one would ever know that I don't wear deodorant and haven't for 15 years. No one would ever know. I don't use anything like not a magic rock crystal thing or not organic or just nothing. And the reason is I don't smell. And it shocks me. Believe me. I live in Dubai. I lived in Thailand for six years. You know, like I'm sweating and zero. I take two showers a day. I don't think that's weird. You know, take a shower in the morning sometimes if it's super sweaty and definitely a shower before bed. But nothing, man. 
Wow. Nothing. I know. Believe me. And my, my girlfriend, uh, you know, I mean, she, she was, when we first met, she was like, you don't wear deodorant ever. And I'm like, no. And she's like, she really was worried. She's like, I don't Question know. Question the relationship. Yeah. She's second. like, I don't know if this is going to work, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, three years into it, she's like, I cannot believe that you train, you know, and you just don't smell. I'm like, yeah. I, to be honest, I don't know if there was a major adaptation period. I don't remember. I just know that I'm just very surprised that I don't smell. That's super yeah. interesting. Yeah, it is. It really is. But again, I also ha- like I haven't had fast food in 15 years. You know, I I drink out of glass bottles. Like I minimize the toxins that go in. I t- I'm hydrated, so I'm constantly. Uh, actually, we'll get back on track with hydration. That's one very important part about having enough liquid volume. Is you're flushing out toxins. You have to flush out toxins. That's a really big deal. Uh, so yeah, I think it's when you have a pure enough system, you can do it. I think anyone can do it. I'm not special. Let's talk about flushing yeah. out toxins. Yeah, that's a big deal. I think that is a big deal. I wanted to speak about sweat to begin with as well. Yeah, like what yeah. happens when we sweat. So great question. Go for it. <clears throat> so so that's another. Here's here's another very important argument for electrolytes. So anyone listening, if you're hitting your goal of three liters of water a day, maybe four. If you're not adding electrolytes to that, here's why you're still dehydrated. Every hour we sweat, right? And, and it ranges depending on your body weight and the intensity. But let's just say the average person, man or woman, who's training for an hour, and it's a sweaty workout, maybe 30 minutes of cardio, 40 minutes of, or 30 minutes of weights, whatever, for your hour. In that hour, the average human will lose the following electrolytes. And we can note this down in the, in the podcast notes, but you lose about 1,000 milligrams of sodium. So that's a gram of salt. 1,000 milligrams of sodium are lost every hour of sweat, no matter what human you are. Now, the problem is the daily recommended value, uh, daily recommended intake of sodium is like 1,200 milligrams to 2,000 milligrams. So if you sweat for an hour, and you've only had your minimum requirement, you're actually depleted in sodium completely. When you, when you say sweat for an hour, you mean, yeah. for instance, like I'm running for an hour. If you're running for an hour with, with one hour of constant sweat, you will lose one gram of sodium, wow. 1,000 milligrams. You'll also lose about, about 120 to 150 milligrams of potassium. You'll lose about 40 to 50 milligrams of calcium. You will lose about micrograms of selenium and chromium. That's very important, selenium and chromium, and I'll explain why. And you'll lose about 1,200 milligrams of chloride. So all that, that was five elements, right? And there's, there's a little bit more, but you're losing a, oh, sorry, and magnesium. You'll lose about 40 milligrams of magnesium. That's a lot of minerals gone. Now imagine personal trainers, coaches, or endurance runners who are doing three hours a day, right? That's 3,000 milligrams of sodium down and if you're not replenishing that, you're going to have fatigue. You're going to have brain fog. You're not going to sleep well. You're going to have inflammation. Now, that's the big one. We're going to, when we talk about flushing water, we talk about two things, putting out the inflammation and um, eliminating toxins, right? So if you're sweating, you're losing fluid. Of course, we see it in our sweat. Sweat doesn't taste like mineral water. It tastes like salt, right? Well, there's your sodium. And we're just basically draining ourselves of minerals. And if we don't put it back, we're going to be a drained battery. Wow. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. And so can you talk about selenium, what it is? Yeah. So selenium and chromium are two super important minerals. So selenium is, it's also, it's like a metallic mineral, which 
you have to be taken in very small doses. So whereas in magnesium, sodium, you know, we're talking in milligrams. In selenium, we're talking in micrograms. So tiny, tiny, tiny bits of selenium is more than enough. The daily recommended intake of selenium is about 110 micrograms, which is like, you know, a tiny speck. But if we don't get it, we suffer from thyroid issues and we lose the ability to chelate and detoxify heavy metals. So one of the arguments, again, I'm, I'm going off a little bit, but people think that eating tuna is, oh, it's loaded with magnesium, uh, with um, mercury. Uh, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it also has selenium and selenium detoxifies mercury. So nature has put in a detox system into these fish. And so it's very rare that someone will accumulate too much um, mercury from fish especially fish that contain selenium. Mm. So we need enough selenium in our diet for thyroid health, for metabolic functions, from for detox. It's very important. And most people are sweating out more than they take in. So best source of selenium, just bottom line, Brazil nuts. Okay. Fish and Brazil nuts. You have three Brazil nuts, you have all the selenium you need for a day. Interesting. Yeah. And you mentioned inflammation. You want to touch on that a little bit more as well? Yeah, so that's that's super uh, important. So most modern-day humans, we suffer from inflammation for a variety of reasons, right? Can you define inflammation for us? I'll try. Yeah, so inflammation is a process that's natural in our body. It's not inherently inflammation is not bad. We need inflammation because essentially inflammation is signals of its white blood cells. It is di well, different types of white blood cells, which we're not going to get into, but it's a response from your immune system to send help to areas that need help. So let's say you get bruised, right? Smack, you get, you get kicked in the shin and you develop a bruise, right? Inflammation is essential to go there. So it needs to send white blood cells because white blood cells are going to send messengers that are going to help to repair, right? It's going to send extra blood flow, nutrients. So inflammation is a, is a reaction of increased blood flow, increased fluid uh, production in that specific area, increased white blood cells. It's sending help to that area. Now, the problem is when you don't get kicked in the shin, but you have environmental stressors, you have signals in your liver because you have toxins in your liver, you know, you have high inflammation there, you have inflammation, you know, in another part in your gut, for example, because you're eating the wrong foods and you have the wrong type of bacteria, you have inflammation circulating through your system. And all of a sudden your whole body is sending out help everywhere. And what that does is that depletes your immune system because your immune system's like, hey man, I'm putting out fires all over this body. And now when a virus or a pathogen or something comes in, you know, a parasite, your body is already so busy, it's dispersed its troops all over and it doesn't have the ability to fight what actually needs to be fought. So it's fighting fake fires, essentially. That's the, that's the condition of the modern day human is inflammation, which is a good thing. It has been sent to all these wrong places because of toxicity, because of, you know, stress, because of cortisol, because of all these different issues. Uh, emotions as well causes inflammation. So if we have a lot of negative thoughts, right, our body perceives danger. Danger says, okay, there's got to be something wrong. Let's send out inflammation. Like you start to produce immune reactions based on thoughts. So inflammation, I hope that helped, is a process that we need to heal, but we have abused essentially its ability and its powers and we've sent it to all the wrong places we've exhausted ourselves and 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 i think that's a very good way of explaining it actually so Thank you. so that was great how do you how do you then link that with with hydration hydration yeah so imagine fires being imagine forest fire right and it's just raging and it's raging all over a little patch here a little patch there how do you put out a fire water 
right? It's one of the best ways. You just douse it with water. If you have two, like all humans have about the same amount of blood, right? Like if you have per weight, we have about the same amount of blood. We have about the same amount of lymph fluid, but give or take. But and our body always strives for a certain level of fluids, right? So for example, if you don't have enough fluids in your system, you're not going to pee. I don't know if you've noticed that, but like if you're, if you're really dehydrated, you're not going to the bathroom. Your body's like, I cannot let this go. Well, that's a really bad thing because if your body can't let it go, it's now recycling fluids that are full of toxins. So now you're toxin-dense. Imagine being toxin-dense where you're not releasing fluids. Those fluids have to get recycled, pumped to different places. And now all of a sudden the fluids in your body is like, like I want to get that out, right? So by adding more fluids to your, to your daily lifestyle, you're building more fresh fluids, which is excreting and eliminating the older fluids. So you have cleaner lymphatic system, which means that it's not gunked up. It's not full of like, essentially you're just, it's like a pool. Imagine a pool where you shut off your filter and your pump for you know a week. You went on vacation. You come back, your pool's green, right? It's the same thing. And strange question, but but when we look at water, and we look at water that has been filtered and doesn't have the necessary minerals in it, mm-hmm. I suppose there's still benefit in drinking that. Just having fluids. For fluids Absolutely. and flushing purposes. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I think there's, I mean... Drinking, drinking three liters of water is very important. And why three? Three is not a magic number, but it, in this, in the hydration equation, it kind of is a magic number. The average human, I don't know if you know where water goes, but we actually breathe out water in the form of gas. So overnight, we lose about half a liter of water. So when I first when I first read this, by the way, my first thought was like, do I really sweat that much? I'm like, do humans really sweat? Because that was the only way I thought water comes out of our body. I was body. wondering why we're dehydrated in the mornings. Right. So that's that's it. And okay, you're like, I'm not peeing the bed. I'm not sweating all night. How am I losing half a liter of water? Your breath. So every breath we take, we are exhaling gas that was once water. So we are eliminating water with every breath. Now imagine increased heart rate. <sighs> More breath more excreting water, right? So three liters of water a day is what your human body sitting on the couch watching Netflix will eliminate in a day. Imagine that. So you have to drink your fluids or you're going to be, it's, you're going to really suffer. So anyone listening to this podcast who says, I'm so bad with water, prioritize that because that is a game changer. And here's another thing. So the, the electrolyte company that I own, Humantra, right? The hydration company. We're more than a hydration company, of course, but our, our Rockstar product is this hydration, which you've tried and you love, which is part of the reason why I'm here. Uh, I did not expect people to write the testimonials that I'm hearing, right? Like what we're getting is like my migraines completely gone. Oh my God, I suffered from you know headaches every day for the past five years, completely gone since I started your project uh, product. I'm finally sleeping and I'm thinking okay, like me, because I've lived a healthy life, right? Like, and I've never really been that badly dehydrated or besides acute from, from exercise. I didn't realize that the average person is so much more dehydrated than I even thought that simply hydrating with electrolytes for the first time have changed so dramatically the way they feel that I'm, I'm, it's staggering. It's really staggering. And that's what gets me so excited about this one supplement is it's, 
I, and I would never tie marketing claims to this supplement because it's, hey, it's just hydration. You know, it's not magic. It's literally minerals that you need and we put it in a package. Now, of course, it's perfectly balanced. There's added chromium, uh, B12. But the point is, is people are so dehydrated that, and they're taking, you know, this supplement and they're taking that supplement. And it's like, guys, if you're not starting with hydration, you're doing it all backwards. So that really excites me is uh, just listening to the dramatic and significant impact that being properly hydrated has on people. That if, again, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't prioritized your water, do that and then add electrolytes. And literally we can consider that a game changer. Yeah. And listen, I mean, at the end of the day, we live in a very hot climate, <laughs> which we need to take into consideration. We drink coffee, which yeah. dehydrates and you need to replenish whatever you lose there. Um, we work out, we sweat a lot. And, you know, I did a blood test. I did a blood test recently. And when I got it analyzed, one of the things was like, are you drinking enough water? And I'm like, drinking enough water? Yeah. I mean, I'm like, I'm an athlete. Like I, I constantly drink water. And it was like, okay, how much water do you drink? And I think it was like, I don't know, I drank like two point something a day or something mm. like that. And the nutritionist was telling me, she's like, for your height, I mean, mm. six foot seven, and for your weight, 175, 180 pounds, you need to drink like 3.8 liters a day. Yeah, I would say four. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Yeah, yeah. And, and minimum. Now, minimum. That, minimum. And then when you add an hour of exercise on top of that, that's got to be five. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever, another half a liter for the, for the mm. amount of coffee that I drink mm. a day. Yeah. Um, and it's these things that you, one, you don't realize. Mm. Two, I think another thing that happens is people that go from, let's call it zero to 100, mm. right? Like you, you do a test like this and, and maybe you're on one liter a day and all of a sudden someone tells you you have to drink three. Mm. The amount that you go to the bathroom in the beginning yeah. is discouraging yeah. because you're like, yeah. but it's it's your body just not being used to the amount of fluids that, that it's intaking. Exactly. But let me assure you, like over time, your body adapts. Yeah. And... Uh, and it gets used to it. Exactly. And now going on to Umantra. Mm. So I tried Umantra, I think when it first came out, um, or pretty soon after that, game changer, mm. delicious, very important. <laughs> um, yeah, we nailed the flavor. Yeah. yeah. And and honestly, I think for me, the, the, the few big differences were my my mental clarity. Mm, I love that. I don't know if that is like a common thing that you see uh, energy levels for mm. sure. Yeah, without stimulants. Yeah, without stimulants. Um, and, and for me, obviously, like I considered myself a healthy and hydrated person. I, I wasn't really uh, trying the product to, to solve for anything. Mm. But the people that I recommended it to, including my family, like they just saw like drastic, drastic changes because even though, and again, like we need to, we need to emphasize this, even though you might be drinking enough water, if you're not getting those minerals mm. um, and you're not taking those minerals in any other form, like if you're not taking magnesium as a supplement or you're not putting salt in your water or whatever, mm. something like this is is literally a hydration hack right like because you you, you take it and yeah, yeah and yeah. it just makes like the biggest possible yeah. difference yeah exactly it's we have a claim that we're trying to back up better with science because due to several calculations we can make it so basically one stick pack of so one serving of our hydration hack in 500 milliliters of water hydrates you better than two liters of water so basically we 
500 mils with our product does more or hydrates you more completely than two liters of regular water. Now, that's a bold claim, right? And the problem is, or not the problem, but some people have asked, well, I don't like drinking water. Can I just have one serving of your product a day? And does that eliminate the need for two liters? Unfortunately, no, but it is as effective on an electricity standpoint, which means you'll feel as like just as good as drinking two liters, but you still need that fluid capacity. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. And so how was it, you know, starting a company like this? Like it must have been, it must be a very fulfilling yeah sort of feeling yeah. for you yeah and and so thank you for that and so this is not my first supplement company you know i i have uh, my company transcend which specializes in stress management and anti-inflammation and again this has been a journey of, of 20 years of obsessive health research and it in hindsight so i made an electrolyte formula eight years ago right and it did okay but not as well because there wasn't the awareness eight years ago. So here, here's what's interesting. So you asked a very simple question. You know, it, it must be satisfying to have this electrolyte uh, that is literally changing lives. And yes, it is. But from a success standpoint and from why is it working now so well is the supplement industry is more or less saturated, right? Everyone's getting thrown protein at them and your BCAs and your multivitamins and your fish oils and all that stuff. And people have tried, there's been enough adoption, like enough people use enough supplements and they really haven't seen the game changer they were hoping for. And then along comes electrolytes that is now being marketed and recommended to the average population, not just athletes. And all of a sudden people are saying, oh my God, all the results I expected from all these other supplements, I'm actually getting from being hydrated. So yeah, that's supremely satisfying because there's a, there's a, there's a shift in awareness now. People are aware that if I'm hydrated, I feel good, you know? And if I'm hydrated, my other supplements actually work. So I think the most satisfying thing about Humantra and the success we're seeing is that awareness shift where people are actually starting to look at their hydration as a key priority of their health. Whereas a couple of years ago, it just wasn't on the radar. Some of the things you mentioned in terms of like, let's call them success stories, mm -hmm. are pretty profound. Mm -hmm. Like what are some other, I suppose, um, benefits that come associated with Humantra and, and taking it as recommended? Yeah, I mean, great question. So what we're seeing and what I'm loving is the habit, you know, is so the product is so delicious, as you know. Yeah. And so we have two flavors right now and they're both almost equally loved. One flavor has a slight edge and we're actually sold out of it right now. Uh, and we're re replenishing, we're getting our new pomegranate. Stock. Yeah. Berry yeah. pomegranate. It's so good. So our berry pomegranate is probably, it's probably 60, 40. The people who love lime, Himalayan lime, absolutely love it. Uh, but I think it's a little bit more majority on berry pomegranate. Our next flavor, I'm not going to say what it is, but it's, it's coming out and that's going to be a, a super hit. So anyways, um, one of the things that's great is that it just tastes so good. So you want to take it. In fact, even if we have some people that don't really know what it does and they're like, it just tastes so good. I'm just drinking it all this time. Like, fine, go for it. It doesn't matter. You know, you're, you're making a healthy habit of those people who didn't like drinking water. They now like drinking water. Great. I'm happy. Uh, second to that is just, I think the biggest thing is the, 
the brain fog is what we're, and the lack of headaches. So headaches can be, I, I, I'm very blessed. I don't suffer from headaches. I almost never get headaches. Uh, like I'm talking maybe a couple in 10 years and probably cause I'm hydrated. Uh, but most people don't realize that their headaches are caused by first dehydration, uh, lack of potassium and lack of magnesium and sodium to a certain degree. Uh, second is indoor lighting all day. So indoor lighting, and this is very important, indoor lighting essentially drains our ions. We become less electric under indoor lighting. Our eyes are perceiving light, which means we're thinking sunshine. Sunshine actually comes with UVA rays and certain things that are a positive type of radiation, which actually charges us. If you've ever heard people say, I'm going to go charge in the sun, this is electricity. We are being tricked by artificial lighting, so it drains our electricity. So by replenishing with electrolytes and you are tolerating and you are handling an indoor lifestyle much, much better. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting, eh? Any other like surprise surprises or, or surprise case studies that have like come benefits. Your way. Uh, yeah. I, so a, a lot of people digestion. I did not. So that's another thing I didn't expect so much. Uh, the, re, the relationship between, uh, so a lot of people are eating when they're stressed. They have like that tight stomach feeling. A lot of people suffer from constipation or irregularity, you know, and that's two reasons. One, not drinking enough fluids and two fluids aren't in the right places. So they could be drinking enough water, but then they feel puffy. They feel bloated. They're not going to the bathroom. That's because there's no electrolytes. The sodium isn't signaling where water should be like, okay, you're working out. Water should be in your muscles right now. Not all in your stomach, right? You're, you're really, you're focused. You're thinking right now. Okay. Well, you don't need high blood volume in your legs and arms right now to fight or run away. You need blood volume in your brain right now. This is sodium's job to dictate where fluid goes. And if you're depleted from that, you, you just don't perform properly. So a huge thing that we've seen is cognitive uh, function, improvement from hydration hack and, uh, and complete elimination of headaches. That's a big one. And if we look at, I think you spoke about this on your Instagram, like the link between hydration and weight loss. Yeah. So I'm always apprehensive to link anything to weight loss because at the end of the day, mm. it's calories in, calories out, energy expenditure, base metabolic rate and sleep, right? But we go one layer further. Some people don't like hearing this. Like a lot of trainers who just preach on the macros, uh, inflammation has a massive role in whether your body will release weight, like fat weight or not, right? If we're, if we've filled with inflammation, our body's first role is deal with the inflammation. Your metabolism, your, your fat metabolism is now very much pushed to the side. So you will lose weight much more efficiently when you have low inflammation. So high hydration, with electrolytes means lower inflammation, which means faster metabolism. No question about it. So it's not be hydrated, lose weight. It's be hydrated. Your body will optima op optimally lose weight. You know, it will let it go as it is naturally intended. Okay. Yeah. It won't hold on to it so much. Hope that makes sense. That makes total sense. <laughs> can we, can we go through, so we, we talked about potassium, magnesium, mm. um, what is potassium particularly helpful for and, and how else do we get it? Great question because arguably sodium is probably the easiest mineral to get in our diet. It, it is the easiest mineral. It's so easy just to put some salt on something. It's not so easy to get a higher dose of magnesium and a higher dose of potassium. So potassium, I mean, I like looking at most 
nutritional elements through a, a brain function, right? So like, like how does that help my brain? Not necessarily my physical body only, but how does it help my brain? And potassium has a huge role in, in your nerve function, right? So with low potassium, we have low nerve function, which could lead to a lot of issues, including cardiovascular disease and neurodegenerative. But we want potassium for optimal brain function and optimal muscle contraction. Now, potassium we need like high doses. Like you need about 3,000 to 4,000 milligrams of potassium a day minimum. Like I like 4,000, 5,000 milligrams. To give you perspective, a banana has about 400 milligrams. So you'd need 10 bananas a day to hit your potassium goals. Please don't eat 10 potas- uh, <laughs> bananas a day. Uh, there's, so most people think I need potassium, I need a banana. It's not the highest. Uh, an avocado has two times the amount of potassium as a banana, for example. So just eat an avocado. You get twice the potassium, healthy fats, and and none of the sugar. Uh, Potatoes are great as well, but greens. I mean, if it's green, Brussels sprouts, uh, Swiss chard, and and spinach, loaded with potassium. So if you have a decent salad, maybe a little bit of potatoes, you have a banana one, and you have an avocado, you've just hit your potassium goals for the day, right? But most people aren't that varied, and that's where electrolytes, you know, just one stick pack, bam, there's there's a banana right there. So, uh, and most people who are taking our electrolytes are taking two or three a day, which is optimal. Now, another thing is, if you take, so other foods, you asked about magnesium. Magnesium is also kind of hard to hit your 400 milligrams a day, right? That's the average. That's what I would like to see most modern day humans hit is 400 milligrams of magnesium. And just to give you perspective, uh, what's super high? So pumpkin seeds, highest magnesium in the world, about 130, if I'm not mistaken, to 150 milligrams per uh, like handful, let's say 100 grams. And so everyone should be eating pumpkin seeds every day. Uh, What else? Almonds, dark chocolate, my favorite. I eat dark Mm. chocolate every night, 90%. uh, That's loaded with magnesium. And so you also, so those who kind of keep low on magnesium dietary and then they take a giant supplement like 300 milligrams before bed, it's actually not great. Your body doesn't process 300 milligrams at a time very well. It's much better spacing it out throughout the day. So that's one thing is I was recently in Switzerland and I'll just, I don't know how much time we have, but I want to leave everyone a little nugget of wisdom. So if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to start looking at your water and there's something on your water called TDS, total dissolved solids. Your total dissolved solids are the minerals in your water, right? Now, the average like Nestle Pure Life bottled water will have about 60 to 100 TDS, total dissolved solids, 60 to 100 milligrams of minerals in that water. Now, that's one calculation, right? So I was in Switzerland and I looked at the TDS of bottled water just off the shelf. Most of them are between 300 and 700, right? So three to seven times more minerals in bottled water in Switzerland than bottled water in Dubai, right? And some of them were up to 1,000. So I'll give you an example. A bottle of San Pellegrino has about 850 TDS, 850 milligrams of minerals in a bottle of San Pellegrino, which is why you always see me with a bottle of San Pellegrino. Uh, so this is important. So look for the TDS, the total dissolved solids, and you want to see a decent amount of magnesium in your water, right? So imagine you have 40 milligrams of magnesium per liter of water, and you're drinking three or four of those a day. You're getting slow like release slow introduction, sorry, of magnesium throughout the day, you're always good. You're good. You don't have to take a bam, mega bomb dose at night that may or may not absorb properly. Uh, and 
at that dose, it's going to offset other minerals in your body, right? If you have that high magnesium, it's going to push out calcium. It's going to push out uh, potassium. So my recommendation is spread things out and look at your water. Look at TDS and go for water that has more minerals, more electrolytes in the water, and you will see right there a massive game changer. That, or of course, by electrolytes, but both are good. When we spoke about magnesium, could you tell me a bit about what magnesium does for us? Yeah, I mean, so magnesium is arguably one of the most... Um, <laughs> One of the most important they're all important but magnesium's responsible for like hundreds of like metabolic enzymatic like it activates enzymes in your body it's a, it's a master signaler mag magnesium so first let's talk about central nervous system magnesium plays a massive role in the soothing of your central nervous system so there's different neurotransmitters i mean there's glycine there there's there's glutamate there's all different inhibitory or excitatory neurotransmitters. And magnesium supports the inhibitory neurotransmitters, which means it inhibits excitement. So GABA receptors, it chills you out. So with low magnesium, you're going to feel anxious. You might feel even, I mean, it can move towards depression, but you might feel irritable. You might feel just kind of on edge. That's low magnesium. You don't have the, the tools that it takes in your system, the chemicals, to soothe your own system. That's horrible because it's so easy. So a lot of kids who are, you know, ADHD, I, I, I still suffer from, I have ADHD, but I, I call it my superpower now. Uh, but when I was a teen and I didn't understand supplementation and balancing of, of minerals, I was, I was a mess, right? And I'm sure that in my teen years, had I been taking adequate magnesium and minerals, I probably would have barely even been visible with ADD. It's because I was so anxious. I was so, I was so depleted, right? As are so many kids, right? But moving into adulthood is if you're feeling irritable or anxious, it's very possible you simply don't have the chemicals in your brain to self-soothe. And that could be because you're just depleted in magnesium. Start there. Which dark chocolate do you eat? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you're in Dubai, go to organic store. I have not had, and I'm a dark chocolate fiend for 20 years, right? Um, there's an 85% chocolate at organic store from organic larder. Like just a basic organic, you know, I think it's a German company. And it's like, I don't know, 14 dirham for a, for a bar. It is, and it's from Belgium. So it's pure, it's made in Belgium. I believe it's cacao from Ecuador mind-blowing mind like you have to read the label to really is there really not sugar in here you know is there it's delicious so that every single day probably have about 30 to 50 grams every day seven days yeah how many like squares is that it's, it's four yeah four yeah, yeah. okay I mean, that's if i'm good if i'm not good I'll, I'll do six squares but i'm getting my magnesium there you know i'm getting my antioxidants um yeah i'm, I'm loving life with that Amazing. Dave, yeah. where can people find out more about you? And then secondly, mm -hmm. where can they find out more about you, Mantra? And thirdly, where do you guys deliver to? Great question. So we are a Humantra. First of all, you can find me at Dave Catterell on uh, Instagram and you'll see Humantra there at Humantra. We have a verified account. And for Humantra, we're we manufacture in USA, right? So we're FDA audited. We're, you know, highest, highest quality. And we ship our, our whole inventory here to Dubai. So Dubai is our, our hub. This, this is our home base. We're a Dubai-born company. And uh, we ship globally, but we do Dubai orders next day. So, yeah, you order today, you'll get it tomorrow. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Guys, check out Umantra because we're all extremely dehydrated. Um, and again, my 
my very obvious benefits were were increases in energy, um, cognitive function, and just feeling so much better throughout the day. I would have it in the mornings, uh, I would have it in the evenings, and get on it. I yeah. really highly recommend it. And just on that note, you said in the evenings, it makes a great hot tea as well. Interesting. Himalayan lime hot, amazing before bed. I'm going to check that out too. Do it. Dave, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, guys. My pleasure. Thank you.